Hello guys and welcome to Mental Wealth Conversation with Derek Were and Lillian Simu. Thank you so much guys for tuning in. We appreciate the support and feedback so far of our previous recordings. Uh, we are here again with another episode of the Mental Health Podcast. And this month is a special month. This month is Mental Health Awareness Month. So we would like to encourage you guys to take care of your mental health, but also to take time to actually understand uh, mental health and what it's about. And also spread the, the gospel in your circles. Other than that, I also want to shout out some people who have really supported us through. Uh, I want to shout out Otuchi, wherever you are. Thank you so much. Otuchi, <laughs> Thank you so much for being consistent. Thank you so much for listening and always giving us feedback. It means a lot. It helps us improve the podcast. Thank you, Renee, for listening, for giving your insights. Renee usually gives me like a detailed analysis yeah. Yeah. of the podcast and what she thinks was good, what she thinks we can improve. So thank you very much, Renee. We appreciate you wherever you are. I know you're in Tanzania right now. Thank you very much. Derek, who do you want to shout out? Uh, my first shout out goes to Dr. Love. Hey, Dr. Love. Dr. Dr. Love, Love is, is a, a member. That, of, that guy is a, member. a stakeholder, of, really this, stakeholder by the of, this, of this. Alex Asante Sana, to not appreciate. Yeah. yeah I, we love you as the mental wealth family. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Boaz Ogala. Wow. Yeah. Boaz Asante Sana. Asante uh, Boaz. We appreciate. There is a lady called Lillian. Yes. Thank you, namesake. Yeah, Lillian, and then there's Josephine Flora. You know Josephine? Uh, I know Josephine. Josephine Asante Sana Mai. Yes. Then uh, Achala and Majala. They are twins. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Thank you very much, guys. I think those are the the ones I need to to show. I don't know who I've forgotten, but everyone. We are are sorry and we are thankful that you take the time to, to listen to our podcast. Yeah. Yeah, Derek, what are we talking about today? Today we are here to discuss emotions. <laughs> mm-hmm. What a conversation. What a topic. What a I topic. Mean, Let's get into, we want to talk about what? We're talking about emotions and everything emotions. So whether, what are they? How should they be expressed? Where should they be expressed? Are some people allowed to express emotions and others are not? All those things we are about to talk about, Derek. And, 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 I just want to know who who is not supposed to express emotions. I mean, I don't know. I'm just asking random okay, questions. Okay. I'm just no, asking. I don't know why you're looking at me. Random <laughs> I'm looking at you because I'm with you here. Where do you want me to look at? <laughs> Where do you want me to look at? But Derek, to start with, I know this is a very I would say controversial because of when we talk about emotions. I think for you and me, automatically it goes to men and women and, yeah. and the conversation around feminine versus masculine feminine versus masculine and all those things but what are emotions Derek? you should tell me what are emotions so that i their can feelings. pick from their, their feelings <laughs> I, I think the best way to describe them is just maybe to give examples example they're like just feelings and they can be either positive or negative they can be either happy or quote unquote sad these things like is a happiness an emotion? There's disappointment, yeah. anger, sadness, fear. fear. 
Mm-hmm. Those all those are emotions. Mm. Happiness, excitement, mm. all those things mm. are emotions. And the reason why we talk about these things, I think there've been a lot of a lot of talk around the place of emotions in a human being's life. And most of the time it's been the idea or what has been sold to us is emotions are not good things. It's like an embarrassment. Yeah. And you need to suppress your emotions. Yeah, you don't need to be angry. Yeah, you don't, you need, need, to to show, you don't need to show these emotions. Yeah. Yeah, you have to learn how to manage them at a personal level. And most of the time, most people don't have the tools to manage them at a personal level. So what you do is just like mask up or suppress. And these things, you know, they come up. And it is clear that these things are not like suppressing your emotions or not being able to deal with your emotions in a healthy way has a negative effect absolutely on your mental health because if you don't deal with anger today and you don't deal with disappointment tomorrow and you don't deal with fear the next day it creates a pile of all these things that now brings confusion and now you you you're showing behavior that even you you didn't expect because you have all these things that you have not resolved yeah yeah so what what is the question <laughs> well, we're typically discussing about emotions you're explaining to us what yeah, emotions are what emotions are so so yeah and derek let me let me ask how easy how do you deal with emotions whether good or bad uh I express it at least uh, before I used to think it is bad to get angry no matter how people talk to you mm. uh, I used to think it is uh, it is against masculine principles to cry mm. or to even look like you're weak uh-huh. uh, that regardless of the situation so weakness let me let me let me let me understand so weakness apart from crying what else can be termed as weakness according to masculinity quote unquote masculinity uh not masculinity but what was sold to me let me say what was sold to me it is until i had moment and i'm having of course a moment reading and studying more about masculinity uh crying showing your weak uh being angry with people and situations and uh like seeing things from a hopeless point of view mm. uh would term me as not being masculine enough and so for the longest time as a man i was always trying to to avoid and you know you don't avoid by running because you can't run away from emotions what happens is you suppress it mm. and then when you suppress it it co- it, it piles up mm-hmm. and then when it piles up it decides for itself the moment you till explode mm. when you when you don't rest for example sleep will one day decide when you sleep mm-hmm. it will definitely uh, put you down so yeah but for me i think uh, i probably shared with you before i i only came to realize this when things uh were coming to an end for me i was losing it i was losing myself and i was losing everything you know so yeah i think for now I, I i try my best to express my emotion me if i'm angry i'll tell you i'm angry uh if i am feeling stressed up i will let you know uh even at my workplace i i just let my boss know i think 
this work has stressed me up and I need some break. I need to I need a moment to to recharge and to regain energy. So I I am very open about my emotions and I I express it and I let people know it is just that where do I express for example if I'm angry if I want to cry for example I don't just cry anywhere uh I'll, you cry in the loop of course there are places for me I'm supposed to cry as a man so yeah uh, in secret yeah in no, so long as it's not in public I, I you might not it's, it's not necessarily secret I can be having my male my male friends here. Oh, you can cry to your male. Yes, not yes. just to women. Not women. Uh, why? I'm masculine, you know. So? Uh The reason why most of the time they discourage or masculine uh principles discourage men to cry before women and to by the term women they refer to especially those who are who they their in intimate relationship or their families for the fact that a male figure in a family is a protector you take an example of a president a male president or even a female president regardless then they cry in public at a, at a point when Kenya is having a fight with another country you know it it sends wrong signal to the public so it, to the smallest unit of a political system which is the family uh the moment a man for example of course there are moments when you cannot control you are with female figures but you can't control it's beyond you but in the event you have some you know aspect of like you you can feel you're about to be emotional you simply excuse yourself for the interest of not bringing about fear to your flock so when we talk about me as a man and women it is an aspect of how do i practice it as i grow up you know because if i i make it comfortable for me today it becomes comfortable for me with my family you know yeah okay yeah how do you express emotion as a woman or as Lillian how do i deal or express how do you express with it how do you express or how do you express emotion and how do you deal with the emotion how do i deal with the emotions you know i've been thinking about that question I'm not sure I have the answer though, but I realized after I asked myself that question even before you asked me, because I knew you were gonna ask me, I realized that I have not been a very expressive person when it comes to emotions. Like it's very difficult for me to say tell somebody I felt disappointed about ABCD or I'm angry about abcd my first instinct is usually to deal with whatever i'm feeling at a personal level yeah so but i'm learning that it's the importance of letting the person know the person involved it's it's really important yeah the, the, really the important. importance of letting the person involved that you feel this way so that there's also not resentment going forward like they can be that clear communication yeah you can tell them i felt disappointed because of abcd and then you can have a conversation and probably come to an agreement so that you don't feel resentful because you see if my perspective on this thing is that you wanted to you intended to disappoint me but maybe it wasn't your plan if i don't communicate that means that's the perspective i'm carrying forward yes 
I'm not giving you a chance to to like clear the air or say your side of the story. So I move on with that perspective and I may become resentful and that will affect the relationship, whether it's a work relationship, a friendship, a romantic relationship, any kind of relationship. So I'm learning the importance of communicating what it is that I feel to the people involved. But I wasn't like that. I'm not the kind of person who will upfront tell somebody I feel ABCD. I prefer to deal with it at a personal level, which is not the best thing. Yeah. Yes, most of the time is not the best uh, for many reasons. People will start defending themselves. They will call you weak. They will call you a washer yeah, person, yeah. you know. Yeah, but you see, the, the thing is, the reason I think for me the biggest challenge has been, you see, not everyone you come and tell, not everyone has the capacity to to listen to somebody tell them i feel hurt by what you did and you know when you tell somebody most of the people here when you tell them i feel hurt they're like why are you hurt you understand yeah. they already start getting defensive they're like mm. no you should not be hurt but mm. you already hurt yeah. Yeah. but i'm already hurt so when you're telling me you should not be hurt instead of acknowledging okay i understand you i validate the fact that you're hurt this was the situation apologize if you need to and let's move forward. So most of the people will automatically get on the defense. And you see, if somebody hurt you and you tell them and they get on the defense, that hurts you even more. So most of the time you prefer, ah, let me just not tell them. Yeah. Because you can almost predict how they're going to react. Yeah. If you're in a person, you're with a person who has their own issues, they might turn around the situation and make you look like you're the bad person. So it depends with who you're dealing with. And I think those situations that are the ones who have made has made me be like okay let me just not talk about it let me not discuss it yeah it's true actually when you talk about when people tell you don't get angry yeah don't get angry don't cry don't cry don't you get know, hurt why, why it is like an on and off button you know you're, you can like, decide are you, i cry no, no, you decide then, for me what is hurting me are you ama you want to program how i will react to situations exactly. you can't so. program how somebody will react to situation so if somebody tells you their heart believe them their heart and and this drives me to 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 sad moments let me talk about grieving grieving moments grieving can be loss of anything loss of friendship loss of job loss of a loved one like through you know physical death like they have a longer part of us here and there are people who tell you you are a strong person you can hold on to this we have always known you are strong these are terms that really pin people down mm-hmm. you know if you are telling somebody to to be strong not to cry to be there for the family and all this it's it's not it's not really right the best we can always do is to trigger them to to let their emotions out and out and out until they become empty and they go through that griefing process. process you know according to i think rose uh, wrote the, the five stages of griefing uh, where you have uh, the bargain we have uh, we have i'm just mentioning them in no particular order the acceptance uh, there is anger the other two is there is yeah. denial and then the other one i can't can't really depression there should be depression yeah depression so by us uh, if you have a friend who who is mourning loss of a loved one 
allow them to go this and in fact let them be aware that this will happen you know and not trying to make them smile all the time and they cannot even afford a smile the only they can afford is a tear let them cry yeah i think <laughs> in regards to that you know when people have lost people in grieving especially if we are grieving physical death it's important for us to be able to be sensitive i don't know if it's you i told this story i think i told you this story months ago i think in january i traveled to go to i took a friend of mine somewhere they were going for another friend of hers had lost her dad so i was taking them to just you know be there for them things like that so while we were there it wasn't the burial date yet there were preparations things like that so i remember at some point this girls were sat down there were girls they were sat down and told we need you guys to do your tribute now because you know it's preparations the program needs to be done the burial is like in two days am i it one day so they forced the girls to you know sit down and do their tributes so in the process you know a tribute is not just something you do it forces you to think about the person you you're writing this tribute to and the fact that you're writing to this tribute to somebody that is no longer there and this is somebody you've known all your life triggered a lot of things for one of the girls and i remember her starting to cry and she couldn't even write that tribute but i was like you know yes we know sometimes yes we are celebrating life and things have to be done a certain way but you can't force some of these things you can't force somebody to write a tribute if they're not ready you know like let some let people go with the flow of things the way let people breathe the way they want to breathe so yeah i i i that situation really helped me also understand because you see sometimes when when somebody dies what on a kwanga in active mode of getting things done because you know there's a lot of things that need to be done in preparations for the burial but we also need to understand that this is also the moment where the family is actually processing yeah processing loss and it might not be easy for for some people so that it's also important when in that space to even treat each other with kindness because that is the moment that you also have to understand that maybe Derek will not be up to task maybe my sister because of this person because of their temperament and how they are we might not expect them to do much in this season yeah. like having that understanding for each other based on how each other how we all react to situations is very important yeah. you are right so we should allow people to Yeah, watch I'm trying to lay uh uh I would say I would say let people grieve the way they want to grieve. Like if it was in Guinea if somebody doesn't feel like doing Sunazim. Like if I don't feel like my tributes, if I feel like I any machine when men are I can't write this thing. It shouldn't be a must for me to do it. Yeah. L- let me bring this conversation on emotions back to workspace. Mm-hmm. Uh Uh, your boss has found you're not you've not been working and your boss of course is angry they have they, they have all the reasons to be angry mm-hmm. for the fact that there's a there's a recharge policy there are things you guys agreed to do and to work on but you've not been doing your assignment as expected uh for a week you have not communicated why so your boss stumps you all this word you know lazy incompetent uncooperative and unfit for that work 
and then suddenly that is when you realize you have been overwhelmed things have not been working well and you feel like your working space is toxic and people don't understand you will will this person be right as an employee or how 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 should we handle things especially at, at workspace well workspace is tricky the other day I was speaking to my cousin and he was telling me he was telling us uh, that when you go to work the boss is not your friend nobody is your friend you come there to work you meet your deliverables deliverables you get paid and you go home and that's the unfortunate unfortunate reality of workspace you don't expect anyone to take care of you there so if your something is happening with you and you have not communicated and the boss is angry you know this boss is is looking at goals and that is a workspace so it's very if you communicate i think it's very important to go try find a way to communicate because if you then don't communicate you don't give the other people a lot of things to work with you understand because if they if they understand that maybe you're going through something that you might need support there are some people some companies who have availed that mental health whatever for their staff so if you communicate you can be linked up with that you understand but some companies don't have that but maybe the best they can do is give you a few a few leave days and lift off some work off you so that you can rearrange yourself but there are others who will not understand at all so either way it's important that you communicate and also the reason why we talk about support systems because you're not going to your boss is not your support system and that's why you need to have people around you who are not from work that are supporting you whether your family your friends so these people need to be aware of this thing so that they can support you through this season so expecting this kind of support from the workspace is difficult but of course your job is to communicate communicate if you need time out communicate if you need leave days communicate if you need you know whatever it is you need so that you can go deal with whatever and then come back as a more productive somebody who's yeah. able to deliver so communication yeah. is important but also it's important to understand that at the workspace nobody is your friend you go there to to work and to work alone so it's important to cultivate support systems outside of work i i agree uh and i think communication is really really important sometimes we we can easily say a place is toxic but the toxic nature started with us yeah if you have an open system in your workspace where they allow you to express yourself and you just know that uh, you have lost somebody it will not be death maybe you have lost or your relationship has come to an end and you had invested so much it is not wrong to inform your seniors that you are not in a good emotional uh, season or time or period and you may not be as that productive as you normally are when you are in your good condition and therefore they should not in case they are uh, work that need to be accomplished within a very short time they can assign it to another person their communication is important for them yes it will be wrong to uh, to yeah, wait for your boss to come and let, approach you now yeah, you will mm. let you will let the other team down the team down which is not good so it's important to just say say it whatever it is that is happening and say what you need because who that, that's not your parent will ask you 
Maya itakusaidia ama maziwa mala say this is what is happening and this is what I need. Yeah. To make the job easier for everyone so that they can be able to 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 support you in a way that that is helpful to you. Absolutely. Yeah. You know if you have any other thing to add on this uh workspace uh works oh, workspaces workspaces are attics especially when it comes to emotions because you see when you have a tiff with your boss or your colleague you know if i if you have a, a problem in a relationship you can just take a break and say i don't want to talk to this person i don't want to see them but you can never say you don't want to see your boss you will have to sit in that meeting with them even though you don't want you are not talking to each other literally so it's having having those moments at workspaces can be very can be very can be very challenging so and that's why i think we we need we need to explore conflict resolution in workspaces healthy conflict resolution in workspaces because it's important because you see if we have we have we have this two to fight this one has conflict with this one this one doesn't the one with this one this one doesn't it's want to work hard, with this yeah. one it affects the productivity yeah. of, the, of the entire team yeah true talking about conflict resolution uh i found myself in workspaces where uh there was conflict between some of the workers and the boss and during the conflict resolution one of the people who is part of you know the team to to resolve the conflict is the conflicting party you know if your boss you have you're having conflict with your boss not just one uh, worker around four five you know they're having issues and they don't think things can continue working that way and you don't have uh, another third party or the your boss is not even even if your boss is bringing a third party they're bringing a third party uh because the third party in a way relates to them or less with them rather and they are good friends or you know they will consider the company more than the worker so it it's it's, it's quite a quite a challenge in working spaces it is and if you're in a space like that then i identify how you can maneuver through how can you can <laughs> maneuver through if there's somebody else yeah. in the office that is not sure if you can talk to your hr because you see again your mental health is paramount so find find ways in that system don't don't like die with the problems find yeah, sometimes it get hard mm. or your fellow colleague you are fellow for the fact that you work almost in the same department but for the fact that you know nowadays people get into jobs through connections mm. this is related to this so you're finding your colleague has been harassing you in a way they have been emotionally uh draining you but for some reason this colleague of yours cannot be sacked you know the 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 your boss and their parental best of friends you know and you, you need this job so it becomes a big challenge to say uh things will be rosy but i think as you put it it is important to always find ways to maneuver within uh that space but i think when it gets to the extreme it is important to call it, call it quit yeah yeah it is important to call it quit your life matters more than that job mm-hmm. it's your life than the job correct yeah very 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 correct very correct uh-huh. what what 
emotions unajua tujiongelea wanaume ni sawa ongelelea wanaume i think ni kwa nimegusia gusia ah ulikuwa mgusia but is for men you Derek i know you are a mental health advocate so it's a bit easier for you to to navigate expressing emotions and owning your emotions but what is the situation with fellow comrades yeah, things are tough comrades don't want to accept their weak comrades don't, they want, don't to want to accept their human they don't want to accept their human mm-hmm. they they want to please uh, their friends their colleagues and so it's to, an expectation you guys have among each other that you need it to, is an expectation among ourselves it is also an expectation the from the community side, yeah. you know you need to show up a certain way yes a man is not supposed to do this you know the way you can say manomo yako aje na mattress you're supposed to sleep on the floor this is the fact is you're not supposed to feel yeah i cry when i'm not a lady you know we are we're not supposed to be feelers you know we're supposed to be very logical you're supposed to look at the future about career about what do i get on this table uh, and to see emotion as a weak tool mm-hmm. uh, to see emotion as a woman thing if you know if all of a sudden you cry because you are le- your girlfriend left you we will laugh at you you know men will laugh at you i mean why are you crying you crying because of a woman there's so many women out outside there well, well it's true there are so many women outside there but at this moment you're grieving what you've lost it's not about other women it's not about other men but what you feel like so i'd say we are still behind as men in terms of expressing emotion and i would i would my question is how because you see men are always insistent of you know not not appearing weak not laughing and not at not laughing not crying but my question is how far has that gotten how far like how does it work to suppress emotions it doesn't to, work to always appear strong to be strong all the time and masculine to bury yourself in work or sports or whatever it is that you you can bury yourself in does it work it doesn't work and statistics in terms of suicides uh, can tell you those who are commi- those who are dying of suicide are men more men compared to women are those who are uh, sexually or physically or in a way abusing others are men because this is somebody who is suppressing an emotion for a way too long and then when one trigger one uh, petty trigger leads to this guy running bazaar you know and doing anything they can at that particular moment so yeah it gets them to moments where they can no longer control it and many some are ending up in jail some are ending up in you know serious ailments yeah so i'd say it's a, it's a big challenge and some are getting into drugs and there's a, there's a, there's a percentage of men who believe when they're stressed or when their emotions override them they should look for a woman to to make love and then that feeling will go away i have so many people i know who um, consider that as drink, an option is it the same thought as drinking absolutely there are so many men who consider to drink use drugs whether it's bang or cocaine or whichever form of drug or women to you know 
and it doesn't work that way. The excitement will come for that moment and then reality will hit you the moment that drug, the substance, you know, it's out of your brain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think even as we talk about this, it's important for just our audience to, to understand that we it is our role both as men and women to create a safe space for everyone to be able to be human and expressing your emotions is part of just being a human being like you didn't you didn't nobody everyone was created with this thing everyone has emotions human beings are emotional beings except in the event somebody sick or mentally unwell for example if somebody's a sociopath or a psychopath yeah we don't expect them really to express emotions yeah express your em- so it's important for us to create space for people to express their emotions but also for us to strive to be to be able to understand to have awareness behind these emotions so that we can deal with them in a healthy way for example if you're angry you have to understand what is making you angry so you see this emotion is is like a fruit of another thing is coming from a place so it's important for you to address where the anger the disappointment the fear yeah is coming from so that you can that's i i that's the healthy way of dealing with it dealing dealing with the actual issue instead of just suppressing the emotion because the emotion is not the issue yes the emotion is a symptom of an issue yes absolutely so even as we express our emotions even as you express your you, you say you're angry and expressing your emotions can also we should also encourage people to express their emotions in that in a, in a healthy way because express anger so express your emotions in a way that is is healthy and that's why it's important for people to be aware of their emotions like be the awareness behind the emotion so that you understand that this anger i'm feeling is coming from this and this and this place and this is what i need to do to solve the issue that i'm facing yeah it is important because and it's like we those are things people are proud of because yes. people say it with proud pride yes yes i, I don't know why eh you still jaribu bana don't you don't 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 because trust me and sometimes it might be true they they easily get angry the sad reality with them getting angry is they have acquired behaviors from their surrounding on how when somebody is angry happens to do Mm. So you think if I'm angry I I just beat I beat up somebody or I I insult somebody yes uh, so the behavior they have acquired from others mm-hmm. anger probably it's true mm-hmm. they can easily be triggered or easily get angry but how they act upon that anger is something they have seen other people do ah uh, but my, I know huh, I'm talking about this anger situation I'm just thinking If somebody is easily angered is it should it really in that moment are they happy that they are angry because i don't understand why people are proud to say i'm easily angered are you happy that you're angry you shouldn't be happy it's are you are you happy with the behavior you you, you it is not a matter of you being happy it's a matter of you being aware 
that there are certain things that can easily make you angry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you know that, then it calls for you to find healthy ways yeah. of handling your anger. Your anger. You can, when in certain situations, you can decide to walk away. Because, for example, we can be talking about a very normal conversation, but it is a trigger to you, you know. Mm-hmm. We can be talking about lawyers. And for some reason... <laughs> for some reason, it triggers something completely different from what you guys are talking about. And it, it's a trigger. The best you can do is walk away. You can... Yeah, yeah you, true, you can, you can walk away. But my question, your time, when I was asking you, are you happy? It's actually, if, for example, you get angry, and you smash your hand, I'm a big game too. Like when you go back, are you proud of those actions that you took? I wouldn't say people, are, they're happy, but they are relieved. Or you get relieved. You know the way you go to the toilet, you, after that process, you feel relieved. You feel relieved. So, okay, you feel relieved. Yeah, the first thing you feel is relief. Mm-hmm. Like, oof. Then guilt later. Guilt later, you know. Hmm. That anyway, is what happens. But another thing also, you see, anger, anger is a big thing, and anger management is like learning how to manage your anger is a process. So you have to actually decide as a person, I want to learn how to manage my anger, and it's, it can start with those things that you do. But this is something that maybe you might require to do with somebody, so maybe you can reach out to somebody to help you, a professional. But you can decide with those sort of small things, like today, even when they trigger me, I will just hold my hand together like this, or I will walk away, whatever, commit to doing a small thing that will change the situation. Yeah, then if you can do that, that can show, that will now show that maybe you're starting to improve. Like, yeah. Yeah. I would just like disengage. Or come away with chapana or a more piesta chapana. I will just hold my hands together. Yeah. Until we finish or walk away, whatever it's easier for you. Commit to doing in every situation. Commit to doing that one thing. Yeah. That will change will change how you handle the situation. Yeah. Yeah. I, and even fear, not just anger, even fear. Like if you are afraid or maybe afraid of things, afraid of starting things, you can say, I just commit to doing one thing. I just commit to to doing this one thing that will change the situation, whatever it is, depending on your situation. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? This episode is meant to be a short one. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay, that's it, guys. I hope you have enjoyed this session. Uh, you can send us your questions or things that you think we should we should discuss questions that you have and also tell us how you manage your how you you deal with your emotions and see let's see if we can borrow something from from it but Derek anything nothing to add all I can say is be aware of your emotions yeah, be, be aware be, be aware awareness behind be emotions. aware be aware and how important it is and how how you can express it in the right way True. yeah also remember may is mental health awareness month please uh take time take be intentional about being aware of mental health about your own 
about your own issues, whether it's triggers and things like that, and be intentional about becoming, taking care of your mental health. Don't be a mental health risk to anybody. And also spread the gospel about the mental health awareness. Yeah. Let the next person know that it's Mental Health Awareness Month and do something that will help them be aware. Absolutely. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.